Hello, my name is Michael Garrett, and this is Popping Culture Movie Reviews. My guests today are two great comedians, Cuddy Macero and Chris Carano. If they're in your city, definitely go check them out. Very funny comedians. Uh, the movie that we'll be reviewing is Fright Night 1985, the original Fright Night. Uh, these guys chose the movie. Uh, I want to let you guys know it is uh, a pleasure to have both of them back on. They were guests before, and I'm so happy to have them back, especially to discuss uh, this gem of a movie. Uh, before we uh, go into it, this will be a 100% spoiler review. But before we spoil the movie, do you believe these guys should watch it? Me? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Of course. Nice, nice. All right, guys. Everything past this point is 100% spoilers. Uh, I'll let you guys kick it off. My dog's growling. What? I guess you want, me, you want me to go ahead and kick it off then, Mike? Yes, sir. Yeah, you should. All right. So, um, my dog wants so, to be So, we're going with Fright Night, right? Uh, 1985, yep. Yeah. So, Fright Night, obviously, 80s movie. I was, I was only four years old when it came out, yet I do remember watching it in the late 80s. I, I thought it was, you know, creative uh, horror movie about, about vampires. I, I enjoyed the characters. Uh, it's always really cool to see um, vampire movies. I just I'm just a big fan. Period. Chris Sarandon plays obviously the the vampire, and um, some of you might remember this. The guy who went up against him was in the show Herman's Head, which was a a comedy. If I had to say, early '90s. So that that was pretty cool, and um, I believe it was Rodney McDowell was the the famous um, vampire killer in that movie. If you ever watched Married with Children, I believe Marcy Darcy was in it. <laughs> and uh, she was um, the main character's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And then um, I'm pretty sure if you watch Friday the 13th Part 3, one of the biker dudes that survives until the end, I believe he was a bouncer in that movie. So it's always cool when you see horror, you know, people in, in different movies other than, you know, what you might commonly see them in or just, hey, that's, hey, well, he's in another 80s horror movie. That's cool. Totally different character. So I, I definitely liked it. I like the idea that he was, you know, when you're, when you're young and you, you know, you're watching it and it's really cool and you see like the vampire about to get it on with a chick and stuff. You think that's pretty cool. And, you know, he's going to suck her blood. And I, I enjoyed that. And it was just a cool 80s movie, you know, Special effects, I think, were really good for the time. Now, you know, probably not so much, you know, but you got you to think, like I said, it came out in the mid-80s. So what they were able to do back then was, was really cool. Right. And like I said, just like the idea of it. I, I used to have um, these, we called them bad movie nights with um, one of my friends. And... Um, we would just specifically look for movies that look really cheesy. And I wound up picking this movie, but it actually turned out to be better than I thought it was going to be because the cover of it, and I knew it was like an 80s movie. So I was like, oh, this is probably going to be really cheesy. And there are parts of it that are like that 80s campy kind of movie. 
almost like Lost Boys, but not really. Um, but I was I was really impressed by the by the effects, by the costuming and the makeup, and the story was really great. I love I love the the whole like um, you know nobody believes the main character that all this stuff is going on. And it's always so funny when you get to that point in the movie where it's kind of revealed that he was telling the truth the whole time. And you have all these people like, Oh wow, I really should listen to you because like, I just watched somebody die. And um, it just, it had all of these, uh, these really great themes to it that I really liked. Nice. nice. What, um, after watching this, what, um, what new idea did this give that you hadn't seen before or like in previous horror movies hadn't been done before? I I had I had never really seen much um like what am I trying to say? Like transformation special effects in the character like um a lot of times it'll like cut away and then they cut back like so if, if there's a person in the movie and they are like turning into a creature or a monster you don't often get to see that happen but this was the first movie where they they were kind of working with special effects that allowed them to do that so it kind of for that time which i wasn't there for but for that time it was um like one of the coolest effects that they could have so i think that that is one of those movies where you you start to see that more and then you progress to like today where we have special effects that are insane i, I would have to say the guy i don't want to call him a caretaker but the guy that looked out for the vampire in that movie you know he he was something different and they never really explained what he was like when they when you killed him when they killed him he was like he wasn't a vampire, but like I, he was some kind of other kind of monster. And they never explained what that was. I remember that. I remember thinking the same thing. And then just to like put my mind at ease, I was like, I'm just assuming that he's a zombie. And for some reason, they're not going to explain why he's a zombie. Because he's like undead. Yeah, I have no idea what he was. But yeah. When it comes to uh, the sound effects and the music, just tying those things in together, uh, how well done do you think it was? Very well done. I I I loved the the music that they used. Um, it was kind of perfect because there's this scene where they're all. Uh, I think they're at a like a club, they're, they're dancing. And um, there's like lots of fog everywhere. And it's always like, that was such a, a thing in the eighties where it was like really synthy dance music and like <laughs> fog machines. And that's yeah. so perfect because it like time stamps that movie. That's nice. And, I, and then I don't know, if, well, I'm pretty sure you cut it, you've worked with uh, fog machines. I would love to learn how like they cut the audio because anyone that's been around fog machine, they actually do make a lot of noise. Not a lot, mm -hmm. but like you can hear the, uh, it sounds like a steak, the little s -s -s -s. So I think that's really, you know, that's a lot of work to keep that audio out of it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know how they do that, but it is pretty impressive. Um, 
not a lot of blood. Did you guys kind of think maybe they should have added more? I, yeah, yeah, I could have done with more. You're going to uh, kill somebody. Kill the Jesus out of them. Yes. Uh, the pacing. Uh, do you feel like they went too fast? Or do you think this was the right amount of time this movie needed? I like that they... I like the way they ended it. Um I, I, I don't like when I see in a movie and you can tell that they're rushing the ending because they either didn't really know how to end the story because that's a writing problem or um, all of a sudden they just start trying to throw like these new themes at you and it's really confusing because they haven't been there through the whole movie. So I think the way that that movie ended um, and that was something that happened a lot in the 80s and 90s, but they avoided that with this movie and I think they ended it pretty well. Because it kind of rounded everything out, and it was, you know, so creepy. Good. That's what do you think, Chris? Yeah, I, I, I think it was good. Good timing came out at, at a good time, you know. And um, even though there were other vampire movies coming out, I can't say there was anything else like it. Like it was a ripoff or anything, or boring. It's definitely not a ripoff like that. This movie's been ripped off actually a lot. Um, the first time I saw something similar was a Disney Channel movie. Um, I think it's like my mom's date with a vampire or something. And after watching it, I was just like, this is like a G-rated Fright Night. Like it, it's, it pretty much copied every beat except for like the killing uh, of it. Um, is this okay. a great example of the 80s? Um, yeah, I think so. Like... Uh, like I said, it definitely has that timestamp on it. Of course, yeah. The style, the music, yeah, totally. Nice, nice. Um, uh, the acting in general, uh, I think everybody put on the A game. I can't think of one weak link. Um, what did you guys think about the actors? Karata, what was the name of the girl with the really short hair again? She played Amanda Burst. I believe she played Marcy Darcy in Married with Children. Okay. She sticks out in my mind as like, she. everybody acted well. She was almost funny to me because her facial expressions were really like, almost reminded me of like Jim Carrey, the way he's like overacting. So that was one thing that I thought was really like, again, that right amount of like campiness because the rest of her lines were good. She knew when to scream her head off and all of that like stuff you need in a horror movie. But it was really almost funny to me because her facial expressions were so exaggerated. Um, so you could tell that maybe she hadn't had a lot of experience when she did that movie. Mm. And I think that Chris Sarandon um, does a really good job of being that like suave, like sexy, but also really mysterious um, character. Nice, nice. Uh, what do you think, Chris? Yeah, that, definitely no complaints on any of the acting from any of an, anyone in that. I can't say that any, there was anybody who, who bombed it or didn't do a good job with it. I mean, it's, you know, it's your 80s horror movie. You don't have to necessarily be going for an Academy Award or something like that. So, you know, for what it was, it was really good. 
Nice, nice. Uh, one through ten, what would you guys give this movie? I would give it a hard seven. Because um, when I'm thinking of like a scary movie, did it really scare me? I might have jumped like once or twice. But like when a movie scares me, I think about it like months, maybe even years later. And it like makes me afraid to do certain things. So I don't think this movie was that scary. Like it's gonna like mess with your head. But um, I think seven is fair because they did put a lot of effort into it. And for that time, it was um, like Corrado was saying, one of a, one of a kind. <clears throat> yeah, it definitely didn't suck. It was, it was better than average. I, I'd probably have to go with a seven too. Um, definitely a good nostalgic 80s movie, but I, I don't think I can give it better than a seven. Uh, totally dumb question, but I love to ask. Do you believe that this movie has become a part of pop culture? For horror nerds, probably not mainstream. You don't think so for mainstream? No. It got a remake. Okay. All right. Okay. I I see what Carrado is saying. I think that there there is there has to be some reason that they felt like it needed to be revisited to get of all the movies because they've never remade Lost Boys. Um, so like movies like that or like um, Nightmare on Elm Street when they get remade, it's because they are classics. I think a lot of the time, maybe they felt like there was just more to say with this story. Um, I think it would be considered like a cult classic. Uh, a lot of horror fans at least know of it. And in terms of vampire movies, which vampire movies, just like alien movies, ghost movies, vampire movies have their place for sure, no matter what time they were released in. So I would say that Fright Night is a textbook cult classic, but I would agree that it's probably not um, very much into the mainstream yet. I don't know. But you know how things go, like everything is a cycle. So like 80s, everything is like super in vogue right now. So it could have like this weird resurgence and tons of people could start buying it. True, true. Uh, Chris, have you met any of these actors at a convention? Uh, not in this not in this movie. I've, I've seen them, but I, I, didn't, I didn't actually meet any of them. But I did see Chris Sarandon once. At a, at a convention. I didn't get his autograph though, but I, I did see him. Okay. Oh, you've, you've been to conventions too? Cutty? No, it was one of those things that I was always, it was like, uh, I was always like, I'll go next year. And I, I never did, which is crazy because I am a complete horror nerd. Um, and I never got, I never went. I don't know if they're still going to be doing those. Um, I did the same thing. Hmm? They have been. I went to the one in February. Oh, sweet. Um, well, then I will. I'm going to keep saying that I'm going to go, and then maybe eventually I'll go. I don't know. Maybe I just need to pick you up and take you. And if Mike drives up this way, we'll take him too. Nice, but I hate that I missed the one in February. Like, I, I just couldn't get off. And I was like, oh, man. Ah, oh, yes, Michael, you'll have to come with us. But yeah, I will. I One day we'll go. Nice, nice. Um, well, thank you guys so much for coming on to Movie Review. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say to your fans? And please tell them where they can follow you. Uh, 
Oh, I, I, you can follow me. I don't have any, you know, I, I love you guys. I appreciate anybody that watches this and anybody that really is into horror and learning more about it. Um, I love horror and I do comedy. And if you want to follow me for either one of those adventures, I am at hot grandma on Instagram. Don't be confused by the slew of old ladies that you might see. I am hot grandma underscore. Yeah, thank, thanks. Thanks again, Mike, for bringing us on. Um, anybody wants to check me out on Facebook or Instagram, it's Corrado Show, C-O-R-R-A-D-O Show. Nice, nice. And like I say, guys, I can't praise them enough. Uh, very funny comedians. Uh, Bingo City, please, please check them out. It's definitely worth to watch. They'll keep you laughing. Uh, thank you so much and have an amazing day.